Welcome to another edition of Healthcare's Missing Link, a podcast where we help you uncover those things that are stealing your health. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Sherwin. Today, we're going to take a pause break and give you another special edition of Just Good News. This absolutely is critical to the not just the mental health of the human being, but also the spiritual health and the physical health as well. We need to inundate and fill our minds with things that are going to build us up and not tear us down. In a world of chaos in which we live, in a world of protests and uh, police accusations in which we live, I think these two stories that we're going to give you today are really going to lift you up. It's going to show you the way mankind is perhaps supposed to behave and the way that the community and the police can work together to actually protect and serve the communities like they're supposed to. Now, this is a big deal because when I look at these stories today, I'm absolutely amazed at the um the heartfelt things that that happened here in these stories. It's just incredible. And I'm going to start this uh, little uh, show for you here. If you can see the screen, I don't know if you can or not, but if you can, it's okay. The first story is about a lady named Vicki Williams Tillman. Believe it or not, she is a grandmother and she actually wrestled a grown man who was trying to take a police officer's gun during a scuffle. The story begins with police officer, and this is actually out of the state of Louisiana, Billy Aim, A-I-M-E, was routinely handcuffing a suspect, and the suspect suddenly turned violent. And in an instant, the two were battling in a heated um, life or death struggle. On this beautiful Sunday morning in February, um, Vicki Williams Tillman states she was cruising down the street, listening to the gospel music, and turned down a little side street. She saw a squad car stopped and a police officer, another man in a scuffle. She rolled down her window and called out to the officer, do you need help? Now, I'm going to pause right there for a moment. Years and years ago, when I was a police officer, I remember a time where I was in a scuffle like this. And I remember a time where my life was saved. I won't go into the whole story right now, perhaps for another podcast for another day, but I was in a struggle for my gun. And I remember a lady who I've never met. She actually grabbed my radio, which was already on the ground, much like what you'll see in a minute, Officer Ames radio. And she called for help because I had erroneously checked out on my radio at, at the wrong location. I was one block off, and so people were looking for me, and they couldn't find me. She literally, uh, quite likely, saved my life as well. But as we see that Vicki Williams' turn of the story goes on, once she asked the officer if he needed any help, the officer did indeed nod in the affirmative. So Vicki called the police and gave the location. But as she was waiting for them to arrive, she started to become concerned and worried about the officer because she observed that there was a pair of handcuffs dangling from the wrist of the suspect. And she also saw uh, Officer Ames' nightstick, flashlight, and radio were on the ground. She asked again, are you going to be okay? She asked him. This time, he didn't answer, but they did lock eyes. She observed that his eyes were watery, and she states that she felt hers get watery too. She said, and this is powerful words, those eyes said to her, don't leave me, as she recalled. 
Wow. So the next thing that she knew, she got out of her car and she started walking towards this scene. Like, according to her, she had roller skates on. It's, it's almost like she wasn't in her body, but she states that her mind went blank and free. She felt at peace, completely safe, even though she was only, get this, five foot two. She states, God led the way. So what you got to the application here so far is, does God lead the way for us to help out someone in need, including a police officer? Clearly, the answer is yes. Miss Williams goes ahead and states, as she got closer, she saw some blood and hair smeared on the police cruiser. And then she noticed something very powerful. And this is why it hit me so impacting in this story. She noticed that both men had a hand on the officer's gun. So she grabbed the hand of the suspect and twisted his arm behind his back and jumped on his back. And she's five foot two, keep in mind. The force caused all three of them to fall and soon after the backup arrived. Vicki Williams Tillman was awarded the Carnegie Medal given to those who risked their lives to an extraordinary degree while saving or attempting to save the lives of other, according to a press release from the Carnegie Hero Fund Foundation. The interesting thing about this, and what I'm getting ready to say to you, is not designed to promote any sort of reaction response, but this is something you need to know. Officer AIM, Billy AIM, happens to be what appears to be a Caucasian male. Vicki Williams Tillman, all five foot two of her, is an African-American female. In this case, it did not matter their sex. It did not matter their race. It did not matter their occupation. It was simply about one human being doing their best to save another human being's life, to help out in the midst of madness and chaos, where obviously there was a problem going on with the suspect resisting arrest. What if Miss Williams Tillman did not help out? What if she decided to not get out of her car? What if she decided to not say, do you need help? What if she just drove on by and waited on somebody else to have it be somebody else to make it their business? Would Mr. Billy Aim be here today? We just don't know. The interesting thing about this, and this is Billy's statement, He's been a police officer at the time of this incident for 22 years, and he's never had anybody help him like that. You don't want to mess with that grandmother. Isn't that a good way to put it? That's according to Billy Aim from the Baton Rouge, Louisiana Police Department. When you look at the person of Vicki Williams Tillman, she absolutely, uh, and this is according to Mayor President Sharon Weston Broom of that parish, Vicki Williams uh, Tillman epitomizes the true Good Samaritan. She reached out and offered a courageous and unconditional response to the officer. Miss Williams Tillman is a hero and demonstrates the true meaning of loving God and loving your neighbor. This is an incredibly powerful statement. I'm going to say that one more time. I want you to hear this. Miss Williams Tillman is a hero and demonstrates the true meaning of loving God and loving your neighbor. Can people say that about you? Will they say that about you? And do they say that about you? That's a statement that we I want to hear from me about me at some point that I absolutely um, demonstrates a true meaning of loving God and loving my neighbor. That's the epitome of the commandments. If you haven't heard that commandment or that word, that's in Matthew 22, 
39, where this, the commandments are summed up with this, and I'm paraphrasing that word, love your neighbor as yourself. This is indeed loving God. The suspect in this case, uh, we'll just identify him as Bennett. He was finally detained after being hit by a stun gun fired by a second officer who arrived at the scene. All three people, Bennett and the two officers in the fight, were taken to the Our Lady of Lake Regional Medical Center with minor injuries and were released later that Sunday evening. Now, that's a Sunday that you cannot forget. The next one is a shocking story, one that I just I had to see twice. It's about two teens, Chris Garcia and Timar Boggs. These are teens that are 15 years of age, and they actually save a girl from abduction. Check this story out. Chris and Timar were having an average summer day on a July 11th when Timar and Chris heard a five-year-old girl had been abducted from the neighborhood, so they jumped into action. So obviously, they don't have cars. Where are they going to jump onto? They're going to jump onto, of course, their bicycles. This is where it gets crazy. In this case, the abductee was five-year-old Jocelyn Rojas, and she was playing in her grandmother's front yard when she was snatched by a white-haired man driving a maroon sedan. Now, that's all they had. This is one of those, those Amber Alert things that go out. So there's an Amber Alert going through the neighborhood, and Chris and T. Marr jump into action. So they, they went out there with a little search party of all of their friends to go look for this little girl. They looked for about an hour to about 45 minutes around the area where they said they could have uh, could have been missing, but they couldn't find her at all, so they came back. And they state the whole block was filled with firefighters, police, newscasters, and so on and so forth. Everybody in this group was scattered out everywhere looking for the little Jocelyn. And Timar had a feeling in his stomach that he was going to find this little girl. So when they spotted the little girl, get this, they spotted the little girl in the back of a suspicious car. They chased the car on their bikes, <laughs> crazy, for 15 minutes. They chased a car, these two teens, Team Warren Chris, on a bike for 15 minutes until the predator, and I'm using that word intentionally, realized he had been spotted. So what did he do? He pushed little Jocelyn Rojas out of the car and sped off. Now, Jocelyn, she ran to Timar's arms. I can imagine this scene. Think about this. She ran over to these two teens that had just been chasing this car for 15 minutes on a bike. She ran over to Timar's arms and said, I need to see my mommy. The fascinating thing about this, and I hope you catch this again, and this is not about race. I'm being very cautious, and I say this one as well. Chris Garcia appears to be a White or Caucasian young male, Timar Boggs, appears to be an African-American male. And Jocelyn Rojas appears to be a Caucasian young female. Again, in this case, race, sex, creed, color, nothing matters. Just saving people's lives is the important thing. Interestingly enough, the girl's kidnapper in this case, I will give his name, Harold Leroy Herr. He did plead guilty to the attack and was sentenced to 50 to 100 years behind bars. Timor and Chris, are they called heroes? You bet they are. And Timor says this, which I find is fascinating. He said, I'm just a normal person who did a thing that anybody else would do. 
It was a blessing for me to make that happen. <laughs> I can't get over that. These are 15-year-old teens that stepped up and did the unthinkable. How many teens do you know would jump into um, a search party for a missing young girl that they didn't even know? According to Jocelyn's grandmother, they state, he's our hero. There is just no words to say. Shocking story. Chris and Timar, you are definitely heroes. Interestingly enough, both these stories, there was an emergency. Life was being challenged. There was a life and death situation in each of these things. When life and death comes, look, we should not care about skin color. We should not care about race. We should not care about age. All we should do is help. Our job as human beings is simply to love each other. Just like uh, Miss Williams Tillman said, you know, her job is to love God and love her neighbor. I think Chris and Timar did that as well. In this case, with story number one and story number two, to love God and love your neighbor means to put those love verbalizations or love affirmations into action. In this case, all these people did. What an amazing story and an amazing occurrence at a time such as this. How about you? Would you be willing to step up and help a police officer be in need if he was struggling for his life and someone was trying to take his gun? Would you stop and help out? Would you stop and ask them if they need help? Would you take action at all or would you just drive by? What about these teens? Would you join a search party to help look for an abducted little girl from your neighborhood? Or would you say, let the grown-ups do it? Would you say, that's somebody else's job. I'm going to stay out of it. Or would you jump in and search? In both of these cases, the applications are clear. we got to jump in and do what it takes to preserve the life of people. Be willing to step up, step up, speak up, and put your actions into place at all times. Both of these stories absolutely epitomize, in my assessment, the good side of human beings. Many times there's enough broadcast about the evil side. It's time to examine the potential we have as people to step up and take care of each other and actually help someone else. In this case, prevent perhaps the death of a law enforcement officer and also prevent who knows what would have happened to little Jocelyn had the kidnapper succeeded and had more time with her. In both cases, people stepped up and did the extraordinary. And that's the point of these just good news stories. Because just like these people demonstrated extraordinary efforts, extraordinary attitudes, and extraordinary statements, you too, yes, you too, can be extraordinary. All of us have extraordinary in us because we have the ability to tap into that thing inside of us. Now, whether you believe in God or not, that's not the point. But if you do, you have the point to tap into a God who loves you, who wants to pour into you the heroic actions that even God did through his son, Jesus. The very same things that live inside of Jesus can live inside of you as well. That's the actions that human beings can have. We can't exhibit love in the midst of hate. We can't exhibit unity in the midst of disunity. We can't exhibit peace in the midst of protest. And we can help in situations even when someone says, don't help them at all. We can love like no other. 
in an unexplainable way because when we do that, we certainly demonstrate the heart, the attitude, and the life of God that wants to live in all of us every day. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Remember, physical, emotional, spiritual health are all one. We want to see you not miss anything that's bogging your health down. And as always, at the end of these podcasts, we ask you to subscribe to find out what's coming up next, what good news are coming up next, what guest, what topic. We've got some exciting things coming up. We cannot wait to see you on next the next week's podcast of Healthcare's Missing Link. We'll see you next time.